Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365, part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our week two Thursday NFL episode. This is the episode where we get feedback from the wise guys who listen to the show. We narrow down our bets to say five to seven we are leaning towards in our new totally free Favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick'em contest. Folks, we reached the 10,000 entry number that Matt Mitchell dreamed of, and we did it much, much sooner than we thought we would. Thank you for that. Uh, you can still join the contest, though. Make your picks, get your chance at all our fabulous weekly and season-long cash prizes by visiting Favorites dot actionnetwork.com. That's also where you will see the five official picks when Simon and I lock them in before kickoff on Sunday. We will lock them in usually between 11.45 and noon on Sunday. Don't forget the contest will drop your two lowest scores once we get past Thanksgiving. So if you haven't signed up, don't worry. You still got time. Favorites.actionnetwork.com. You can also track all the bets Simon and I lock in before kickoff Sunday by following two accounts on the award-winning Action Network app. Those accounts are called The Faves 5 and The Favorites Podcast. Let's bring in my co-host, my companion, my compadre, my BFF, professional better Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Chad, how we doing, brother? You know what? Sunday night, we were miserable. Monday, I was sick to my stomach, so sick to my stomach that people felt it from the Sunday show and they were texting me on Monday to ask me if I was okay uh, during the day. Felt better after the Jets win. Felt really good after our Tuesday podcast. Thursday comes around. I'm ready to dig in. How about you? Yeah, honestly, I could talk about all 16 games again. You know, like I, this this week, all the movement, everything. I know we won't, but it's um a, so much has changed and updated just since Tuesday. Yeah, um, a lot of what we've talked about, the lines moved, and it, it yeah. is just the exciting time of the year where 
you know, I started those week one lines, Chad's for about three, four months. This week's just fun that it's different lines. There's different angles and everyone's opinions have completely shifted on teams. So um, definitely been a fun week for not only sharp calls, but just talking to, you know, runners and other guys at the books. And it's just, everyone's just so fired up that football back. So uh, yeah, couldn't wait to get back on here and dive into week two. As a reminder, the favorites podcast is presented by bet. 365 bet 365 doesn't do ordinary they believe that every sport should be epic every touchdown every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today with code action and you'll get 365 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just one dollar whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at Bet365, must be 21 or older, only must be present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. Simon, you said it, like, a lot of the stuff we talked about on Sunday in the new Sunday show, a lot of the stuff we talked about on Tuesday in regard to lines moving, where money was going to come, where wise guys were going to be, has come to fruition. I love having the ability to react to the overreaction from week one. I think we're seeing a lot of opportunities there. You mentioned it. There's a ton of games we could talk about. We have, I think we have more games that we still like than we normally do. Got about 10 or 11 games. Normally we've got seven or eight. Uh, week two kickoff is on the way. Opportunities all over the board. Let's not dilly-dally. It's time for Sharp Calls. Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? What do we got, Simon? So we're pretty quick one. I'll just run through them right off the top. Kind of knew where the boys were going to go. They were going to go in Minnesota. So I took a lot of heat saying I would take the Eagles no matter what. Once it dropped under seven, I'm sticking to it. Still going to take them, but just because I respect these guys, not only did they do they like the Vikings, I saw our guys, you know, Nick and Sean on the luck rankings. They love the Vikings in the spot love as the well. Vikings. So Eagles got some injuries to their secondary Got some injuries to the safety position. Our number two corners out. Our starting middle linebackers out. Our literally our play callers out. To Kobe Dean. All right, I'll lick my wounds here. I'll just take. I'll take the Eagles and a teaser or the Giants. Like I told you, I'm all in on fading this Arizona team. So there you go, right there. You got a nice Wong teaser. Just get it down to a pick. The pros love the Vikings in the spot. So no, the next three I'll run through quick. They love New England. Again, me and you are going to dive into. They love Atlanta. A game we're going to dive into. They love Houston. A game we're going to dive into. So. Those were the three teams that a lot of guys were in alignment with us on. The big one they hated my pick, Chad. They hate my Browns pick. They like Pittsburgh. They think we're buying too high in, on the Browns here. Um, I, I get where they're coming from. I really do hate taking road favorites, on, especially on Monday night. But I just I just think this Browns team's undervalued by a lot of professionals. So um, that was definitely one we butt head on. But head another game we're going to talk about, um, you know, the pros love Tennessee. So it's definitely a week of a lot of home dogs, a lot of professionals loving the home dogs. Oh my God. This never fucking happened, Simon. I love Atlanta. <laughs> you don't love Atlanta. No. Nah. The, the other wise guys love Atlanta. Yeah. I love Tennessee. 
You're like, that's going to be a public dog. You don't love Tennessee, but the other wise guys love Tennessee. But what's <laughs> killing me, I hate when you and Nick and Sean and like all of the metrics and sort of instincts that I rely on aren't lining up on a game. And you're saying you're on the Eagles. I've been really hesitant to pull the trigger because I just thought the Vikings were so bad, like could be institutionally bad. Um, so it's been nervous for me. Uh, I don't know what to do about this game still. Um, yeah, it just scares me. That's why that's I'm doing the teaser where Kirk is, I don't even know. I think he's, I think Evan, our guy, said he's three and 12 straight up on primetime games. I saw some stat that he was two and 16 on primetime games straight up. So whatever the number is, he might cover this because I know he's five and two since 2000 in primetime games, but he just doesn't win these games. So um, it feels a lot like I'm not the biggest teaser guy, but this spot, Eagles at home, I'll, I'll take them in a teaser. Also, it's funny, you know, the other day we did our uh, favorites film session video where you and I, YouTube only, go check it out. It's really fun. We break down a play from the previous week. Uh, each of us choose a play and we break it down and you chose Miles Garrett rushing Joe Burrow. And after that, I was so convinced that the Browns were just a, a an elite team, uh, offensive line and defensive line. I immediately bet the Browns and within, by the afternoon, I immediately regretted it. I'm like, why would I overreact to the, I do every, that was everything that was wrong. A road favorite, less than a field goal, division game, prime time, and like overreacting to the Steelers stinking and the Browns being amazing. It could be because we bet both of those games and we're so off on the Steelers and so right on the Browns. But well, anyway. I mean, we'll talk about it here, Chad, but this is a big week two to me. Not only is it a big week for my model, but it's a big tone setter for teams in their season where Miami, if Miami really is going to win their division, right? And two is going to take that next step and go into that where you had, you ranked them top 10 head into the season. If he takes that next step, this is a game they win. They go into Foxborough and they win this game and they cover that number. And it feels the same thing here with this Browns team. Like the Browns, same old Browns would go into this game on Monday night, the public's all over them, and they just completely choke and lose this game to Pittsburgh. So um, there, there, there's a couple of games here this week we're talking about. They're literally tone setters for their season. Like we know the stats. You start 2-0, you're going to probably make the playoffs. And these other teams that start 0-2 – it's like 11% chance you can make it into the playoffs. So week two is such a tone setter for a lot of these teams upcoming season. Uh, by the way, I wanted to compliment you. I, I watched the favorites film session video the other day, and you noticed two things in the play that I chose, which was Brock Purdy's touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk, sort of a, a fade into the end zone. It was a 50-50 ball. And you noticed two things. One, you noticed the free runner, the running back for the for the Niners was a free runner. That's where the check down, that's where most quarterbacks would go, which I hadn't even seen. But you also noticed the depth of the Steelers safety was off. I'm like, Simon, he knows his stuff. He's watching a lot of film. Listen, let's do one thing for uh, producer Tito so he doesn't yell at us. And this way people in the comments can yell at him. As a reminder, you can catch every episode of The Favorites Live on YouTube. For those who are watching us on YouTube right now, don't forget to give us a like, smash that like, subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. We love it. It's so kind. We appreciate it. 
Dude, we got so many games. We got to start narrowing it down. We got to get to our foxhole bet. We've got to get to our survivor pick. We have a request from an emailer to do two survivor picks. And of course, our big balls bet of the week. I've got a strong opinion on this right now. Let's see if we all, we are aligned. We haven't talked about it. Uh, games we talked about most on Tuesday. Some we can just quickly knock off because we might not like the line anymore. We liked Kansas City minus three at Jacksonville. They're now three and a half. In a contest play, I feel like we might find five games with lines that are more advantageous from a uh, from an EV point of view. We might have to take the Jags shot. I mean, if this is goes up, if Kelsey gets cleared, and this is four and a half by contest. Yeah. Why would we not take the Jaguars there? Four and a half dog. We think Mahomes will win, but what does Mahomes do? He wins close games. And, you know, watching this Jaguars offense with Calvin Ridley, what they lose by last year in the playoffs, I think it was seven points. We knew they could compete. And if you put Calvin Ridley in that game against the Chiefs last year, you know, it's a totally different game. So um, definitely a game I'm excited for. But yeah, if you got two and a half, three, on the Chiefs, you got a great number. Um, clearly, we knew it was going to shift. So, yeah, no longer would that be a player for us on the Chiefs. We we might start looking Jaguars by kickoff. Yeah, right now it's uh, three and a half at bet three six five. By the way, uh, Vikings are now at uh, plus six against the Eagles at bet three six five. Um, so let's let's put a pin in Kansas City because. The other game that I think is really important that's gotten a lot of conversation and Stucky and Raybon on the Action Network podcast talked about this one. Um, it's a big game for the luck rankings. You know, we love the luck rankings. Sean Kerner, uh, Nick Giffen, Billy Ward, um, they'll put out their list of sort of, they basically clean up the mess, right? And they say, all right, these are the teams that got luckiest. They won. But the perception on them is high because they had random events that helped them win more than the quality of their play. Raiders, in their luck rankings, third luckiest team in week one. By the way, Eagles are number one. We're going to get to the Lions and the Seahawks Lions were number two. So right now, Simon says uh, Buffalo eight and a half was the number that we got on Tuesday. Right now... The Buffalo Bills are nine and a half point favorites against the Raiders. Stucky in the Action Network podcast with Raybon on Thursday in the Sunday Six Pack, maybe my favorite episode of a podcast we do. Still likes the Bills at nine and a half. Yeah, I, I make. I told you I made the line ten. So anything under yeah. ten, I thought you were getting good value on the Bills. And we're just betting on Josh Allen in a bounce back spot again. Another team that we think they'll be a playoff team. Chad, we expect the Bills to bounce back if they blow this game. Then you start getting worried because this is a great spot for this Bills team at home and a get-right spot against a Raiders team coming off a huge last drive playoff win against a divisional rival. So, um, yeah, the numbers are going to say it's good, and the situation says it's good. So those are just one of those where I'm making Chad forcing a favorite. This will most likely be one of the favorites. If we get a a 9.5 in contest, I'll try to force this one in. I don't feel like you'd be forcing it. Like I, Raybon had a great stat on the podcast. I just love a lot of dogs like you this week. That's what I mean. Like it's going to yeah, be yeah. hard to find a favorite to force in. This is the one we'll probably have to. Well, Raybon had a stat 37 of 53 career wins by Josh Allen have been by a, a touchdown or more. Yeah. Like when they win, and we said this last year, when they win, they blow out. When they lose, they lose close. When they win, they win big. And there's already people saying, 
well, maybe Josh Allen isn't as good as we thought. We can do away with that. Josh Allen is still a top two, top three quarterback in the NFL. And this is a pretty good spot. So you and I completely aligned on the Bills as a potential contest entry. And another uh, another team, if you're thinking about putting him in Survivor, as a favorite of seven or more points, Josh Allen is 16-1 straight up. So if you, if you do want to burn your Bills play, I get it. But uh, to me, I still think the Giants is the play. And we'll talk at the end of the show. Yeah, obviously. I, I was I was just going to say, last night somebody was texting me, asking me for, for Survivor picks. And I said, and you and I haven't even talked about it. I said, I'd probably go with the Giants because I don't want to use the Chiefs or the Bills or anybody else that early. But I do want to... Um, I do want to like make a call and like that, that felt like the right one to do. Yeah. You want to use average and bad teams. That's, that's usually my method early on. Yeah. And we'll get, we'll get to that. Um, Sunday night, we said, take the Bengals. Line's going to move. The lines moved. They're three and a half point home favorite now against the Ravens. I don't feel the need to put the Bengals in the contest, but I do want to talk about, at what point do we say, all right, we just take, we bet the Ravens against the Bengals at what number? Um, I don't know. Obviously, if it got the four, four and a half, I'd think more about it. But if, if you're sitting on a Bengals three, you just, you let this play out. I think that's the good number in this game. And you're betting on Joe Burrow to bounce back against a banged up Ravens team. So, um, yeah, that's. It's a pretty split game. I think it's it, – I thought it was going to be more professionals versus Joes, and it seems like, you know, there's some pros on the Baltimore Ravens side. Um, yeah. I saw some stat, I think, action tweeted out, 18-5 and five, Lamar as an underdog ATS. So um, definitely get get why those guys that like to play the trends will come back on the Ravens. So um, I'll just take my small bet in the three and let that ride. It's just not – there's not much value in this game. No. All right, let's talk about the Titans. Like – Here's what I don't I, I don't I don't get your sort of lack of belief in this team as a three-point home dog. I feel like I'm being mocked for loving the Titans. Mike Vrabel as a dog. Evan can back me up here, but Mike Vrabel as a dog, I'm checking my notes. Something like, what is it? I have it in front of me. 24, 9, and 1 in his career when the spread is three or higher. He's 24, 15 and one overall against the spread during his career as an underdog. I don't know why this isn't an automatic play for us. Probably will be. No, I'm coming. I'm coming around to Tennessee. It's just, it's hard for me if this game turns into a shootout that Tannehill can keep up with Herbert. And that's what I'm worried this will turn into because Tennessee has the best run, one of the best run defenses in the football, but they have one of the worst passing defenses in all football. And Derek Carr just threw for 300 yards on them last week in his first game as a Saint. So, um, yeah, it's it's a little scary, Chad. But yeah, if we're going by what all the pros want to do and what the book says, we're supposed to take Tennessee here. I think my issue is I just have, I have definitely have the Chargers power rated too high. That's like that's a thing I'm going to learn here after this game, where if they don't win this game and cover it. I'm going to knock them down because I really didn't move them at all from that Miami game. I just think that's just one of those games where, you know, they they put up 34 points in a loss. It, it's hard for me to really get moved too much of the Chargers. I think that gets lost in Miami's great game. It's like Fangs is a great, one of the best coordinators in all football. He went to Miami to fix that defense. 
Herbert hung up, hung 34 on him. So I'm trying not to overreact to it. That's just the fear in this game. But I think you nailed it where it's like, if we're going by the book and you're playing the early trends, we're supposed to take the the home dog here at three. And I'm I'm hoping it gets a three and a half because that, that I could take in contest, which we might get. But if it's two and a half in contest, Chad, it's going to be hard for me to get convinced to take it. Uh, Vrabel, eight and four straight up and against the spread as a home dog as well. So in real life, that might just be the move to take the money line. Yeah, by the way. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about this week. Like last week, I kind of sprayed the board and I bet on so many different games. This <laughs> week, I'm, I haven't bet on as many games, but I'm thinking of sort of putting more units, you know, going a little bit bigger on the games that I like a lot. Or you know, money line, a little bit of like a quarter unit on the money line for the Titans uh, and plus a full unit on the Titans at plus three, those kinds of formulas. Yeah, I can't knock it. So for what I do is I go really heavy in week one, just especially because I think I have good spots and I can better for months ahead of time. Now next week two, week three, week four, I don't go too crazy because I'm still trying to form my model and my info for this upcoming season. So um, me personally, I mean, we haven't talked about my two, my two biggest bet games right now. I, I definitely think Houston is going to be, is one of them. Like that's what I'm like, we'll talk about. I just, I just love this spot for this Houston team. Another game we're going to dive into. It's it's going to be the new England. I, I can't quit them. I know they heard me last week, but it's just, it's getting ridiculous. Know, now you- it's up, it's up to plus three. Yeah, there's no reason. I bet New England plus three yesterday as soon as it hit the three. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot about that. And that might be a game where I I might actually extend beyond my normal one unit, maybe one. Oh, here we go. Because because <laughs> I, I like I I just I know what I saw. And I know what not just what I saw, but I know what the box score showed me. I know what the luck rankings are telling me. And I want to get to that game. I want to get to that game. All right. First, Simon. You know him, you love him. The fastest growing ticketing app in the United States. It's our sponsor, Game Time. I love Game Time for two reasons. One, because they sponsor this show. Number two, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college games. Speaking of which, I'm actually going to Game Time right now from my house here in Connecticut, I can get into a New York Mets game right now, six bucks. I can see the New York Liberty WNBA super team, less than 40 bucks tomorrow night, no matter where you live. Download the Game Time app, get out, have some fun this week, go sweat your bets live and in person, and you can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase, terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code favorites. For $20 off, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. 
Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Before we get to New England, I think that's going to be a passionate conversation for us. Another one that I think we love, and I'm feeling stronger and stronger about it, Seattle plus five and a half at Detroit. This is like, look, the Lions were second in the luck rankings (laughs) as the luckiest team and yeah. look, I went back, I went back pretty hard in that game. And the Lions offense only scored 14 points against a Chris Jones-less Chiefs defense. They had to pick six. So I know they're going to be at home. I know this 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 uh crowd is going to be raucous, but this is overreaction city, man. And I honestly think this is a great get right spot for this Detroit offense. Like this, this should be an over. Um, both teams should put up a lot of points. You're going from, uh, you know, a Chiefs team that these guys were open. They were just dropping the passes. I can tell you, Metcalf, Lockett, they're not going to be dropping passes. So, um, nice spot for Seattle to get right. This was hyping me up, Chad. We got up to six at one point. I got this at six. And then it's come down. I've seen a lot of books move it down to four and a half now. So, Definitely a game where I think you read some crazy stat that I love just because it, it really catered to taking the Bears, which I knew no matter what, Chad was going to try yeah. to get us on the Bears. But it was, yeah. it was what, that 24 to 1? 24 and 1. Team since 2012. And this is an, an Evan Abrams. No, this was in Brandon Anderson. Brandon Anderson talked about this in the Action Network wrap up podcast that uh, comes out late Sunday, early Monday morning. Teams that are off of a double digit loss since 2012 against teams that are not off a double-digit loss. So it could be a team that lost by nine or a team that won. Anything of of that category. Uh, and that double-digit loss team is on the road since 2012, 24-1 against the spread. There are two teams that fit that mold this week, the Seattle Seahawks and the Chicago Bears. So we'll get to the Bears. We're narrowing down our list already. Um, yeah, if Seahawks, Seahawks are four and a half, I could see us putting it in. It's just yep. a good number. Anytime we would be down, even if it was by two touchdowns, I would still think in my mind, we could still backdoor this just because the Lions, they clearly have gotten better at the pass rush. I just don't think they have good corners. And now they're going up against a really high-powered offense with great receivers. So um should should be a shootout. This is what makes the contest that we're doing a little bit more challenging than contests we've done in the past. Because in the past, the Lions locked sort of Tuesday, Wednesday, these lines are dynamic. So we could have made our bets on Tuesday and locked them in. But if we decided we wanted to change a game because of injuries or whatever, 
we'd have to undo all the bets and, and take whatever lines are available. These lines are dynamic. Right now, Seattle's a four and a half point dog at bet three, six, five. Um, but I'm still putting it in right now. Like it's, yeah, it's, me, I still it's like that. I still like that number for them. Yep. Right now, we're, are the three games that I think we're feeling really good about Bills, nine and a half, Tennessee plus three, Seattle plus four and a half. I know you're on the fence about Seattle. I don't know what your problem is there, but whatever. Um, Falcons plus one and a half. The Millman loves it. The wise guys love it. It's down to one. This was my exact decision on Tuesday. Why is Atlanta a home dog against Green Bay? It makes no sense to me. Think about variance for a second, okay? The Cowboys have a quarterback who's starting his second game, third game, but first year as a full starter. They went against a defense that was horrendous. They gave Jordan Love a lot of short fields. We don't know the status of Aaron Jones. We don't know the status of Christian Watson. The Falcons defense is better than the Bears, especially in the secondary. A.J. Terrell, one of the best cornerbacks in football. And we know Arthur Smith is going to do everything he can to minimize mistakes by his offense, basically by keeping the ball on the ground. Makes no sense to me the Falcons have ever been underdogs in this game. Yeah. The wise guys I, agree. I, the wise guys agree with me, Simon. They do. They do. But you have to understand a lot of them are agreeing with you at plus two, plus one and a half. So it got up there and now it's been bet down to plus one. I think they still agree, but um, I was hoping it was going to get two and a half because that that I'd agree on. I'd be like, okay, this is a no-brainer. But I'm telling you, that motherfucker in the back, Desmond Ritter, is not real. He's not a real quarterback, Chad, so I don't know what the hell to do with it. Like, he, he's driving me crazy. I try to go back to the film and watch it and convince myself that, like, no, mean Shaq can back this against the Packers. It's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. Like, he's so, he's so bad. Whenever he can make the wrong read, he makes it or makes the, the safe read. He's killing me. So, yeah, like, again, going by the book, we are supposed to take him. Oh, God damn you, Matt Mitchell. Matt Mitchell just put a stat in. Desmond Ritter as a starter at home. 29 and 0 as a pro <laughs> in college. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's tough where it's like all the pros are telling me we got to take it. Me and Chad know we got it because it's by the book. Um, yeah, <laughs> damn it, Chad. So this is when he's a hot. Chad's probably gonna get a hold of me on Sunday and be like, we got to put it in because I've been betting it. I've been I took the plus two, I took the one and a half, I've teased this game. Um, but yeah, I'm telling you. That guy in the back, Desmond Renner, is just not a real quarterback. We got to bet it, I guess. So it, it's it's hard where this is kind of a what we talked about. Like if if Green Bay starts 2-0, they could easily win their division and be a playoff team. If Atlanta starts here 2-0, they could be a team that fights for winning in this division and a playoff team. So this is such a huge game. Um, it's really tearing me. But, yeah, Chad's right. Like we're, we have to take Atlanta here, and it's just killing me inside to do it. Matt Mitchell, at some point, we're going to have to put together a sizzle of all the times Simon says I'm right, because it's happening. It's happening so <laughs> much more often. Uh, so much more uh, often. And and Evan Abrams just put a great stat up in our uh, in our chat that I'm going to bring up in a little bit that is applicable to a, a, a different game that I think is going to make us feel really sick to our stomachs. But yeah, the Falcons are still on the list. All right. The Bears. 
opened at four. Now down to, was it two and a half last night when I was doing my research late at night because I'm dedicated to this podcast. I don't ever stop. The Bears right now, plus two and a half. Line's moving. Juice yeah. is at minus 105 at bet 365. The Bears are the other team that fit this stat that we talked about um, for uh, the Seahawks as a double-digit loser on the road against a team that did not lose by double digits. But I do want to highlight a couple things that I said on Tuesday because I think it bears repeating. Like this this Bears team, so in addition to the Brandon Anderson stat, 24-1, and one, teams on the road in that position, 24-1 and one, against the spread since 2012. Um, the Bears offense had 22 first downs, more time of possession than the Packers. Also had three turnover, turnovers and four sacks. Okay. So this, this offense, well, Justin Fields like clearly made massive mistakes. It wasn't as bad as people think. And so meanwhile, Tampa Bay gave up 344 passing yards. Six yards per play, not yards per pass attempt, six yards per play. Kirk Cousins was 33 of 44, seven yards per attempt. Minnesota lost that game because they had three turnovers, including Kirk in the red zone at the end of the first half when they could have gone up 17-10. The Bucks, by the way, uh, one, two, three, four, fifth luckiest team, according to the luck, luck rankings uh, in week one. The only question is, do you still like the number at two and a half? Would you still bet it? Forget about the contest. Would you bet this number at two and a half? Stocky oh, yeah. did. Yeah. 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 You bet it two and a half. But yeah, we felt great about three. And I was hoping it would just keep getting pushed up where the public would be like, keep buying this Bucks team. But their their eyes have shifted elsewhere. So it, they're not getting as much money as I thought they would be get. Um, yeah. Pros are going to come in on this Bears team. It's just a good number. They're getting them at a low value. Te- like people are just off this Bears team now. Like just took one week. People are totally off these guys after getting blown out by Green Bay. But you said it, Chad. If you really go through it, it, it was pretty pretty interesting. The numbers um, looking at that team. They left a lot of plays in the field. So uh, hopefully Claypool doesn't play in this game. That guy looks like he needs to sit out and just reevaluate what he wants to do in his life and by playing football because. He was sleepwalking through that game. If you go back and watch film, he just wasn't blocking, wasn't yeah. running hard on routes, just a complete embarrassment. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're going to pay millions of dollars to play a kid's game. And that's that's the kind of attitude he goes out there and plays with. So, um, you know, that's a big deal for a team that needs their wide receivers to block. The Bears like to run the ball and Fields like to run the ball. So you need guys who are going to be blocking on the outside. So from what I've seen, they're, they're playing on not playing them this game, which I think is a big deal for this Bears team that – you know, they need to bounce back here. We already talked about the staff. They start 0-2, you can pack it up. That's that's the Bears season pretty much. So um feels like a huge game for this Bears team. And I, I like it still as a plus two, two and a half, plus three if you can find it, dog. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting what's happened with Claypool. Like the Bears basically gave him a first-round pick to get him. They thought he would be the guy that helps Justin Fields evolve. He hasn't been close to that. I think he got the benefit of the doubt last year coming in middle of the season. But look, he's he's was a clear number three behind Darnell Mooney and DJ Moore uh, when the season began. He's basically not on the roster right now. Yeah, horrible um, trade. Horrible. So look, this is getting interesting for us, Simon. Right now, um, 
Bills, Tennessee, Seattle, Falcons, Bears, all still on our list. That's five. And I know for a fact we got four more games, three of which, at least two of which we really love. Yeah, I got two Um, I definitely think we're going to have in out of – so like the five we just gave out are just all games I'll be on and betting. Me too. I have bet all of these games. Um, I'll put them all in the Action Network app. Uh, I know there's one game we're going to talk about that will definitely be in there. Um, So something's getting knocked out already. Giants uh, minus five and a half at Arizona. We liked it a lot when it was five. I think this is going to be our survivor pick, at least one of them. Uh, I would still bet it at five and a half, kind of a dead number. So I don't know if it ends up being contest worthy. No, I'm with the public on the Giants. It just feels like a great spot to take this team. So um, it could be tempted come come Sunday if this is four and a half in our contest line, but I could see it getting back up to five and a half, six by kickoff. Yeah. Um, all right. The next game on our list, Rams. They've moved. The number was eight and a half. Now yeah. it's down to seven and a half. And one book still has an eight and a half if you want to go grab it, people. Hopefully that book is in your state, but it's a great number. Like I've seen all the numbers. Shanahan owns the Rams. He doesn't lose to them. That's great. Like we're not playing who's going to win this straight up. We're playing who's going to cover the number. So um, the fact that you could get eight and a half still at a couple books, that that's a really important number. We talk all the time, like people go for two now, like weird numbers land a lot. Eight and a half lands more often than you would realize. So, um, yeah, don't don't get just grab the seven and a half. Try to get that eight and a half because it is such a key number. But I just don't know if we'll have this in the contest just because I could see it getting down to seven. That means it would be six and a half come Sunday morning in our contest. And that, that's no good to us. when We're both playing eight and a half. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty surprising that the, the pros did come in on the Rams. Like, I just thought they'd be scared off by this 49ers team. But that's just the play here. You're taking a home divisional dog. Eight and a half points. There's no way, there's no way we couldn't take this number. So um, it sucks. It moves so much because we can't take a contest, which I was hoping for. And I was going to make it my big balls better the week, but we're getting a, we're getting a bad number here. So that, that's why I'm not going to make it. Listen, we haven't, we haven't done a foxhole and we haven't done a big balls. Um, I said both game. I said both the games we're going to do with that. But if, if you have something else you want to do, you can, you can say it, but I, I definitely know what those two games are for those two. Well, I, we haven't talked about what I think the big balls bet should be. And so, um, but, but from your perspective, have we mentioned either of the games that we think should be one of those? I don't think we have. Yeah. We mentioned both on the top of the show, but we'll get to it. No, no, no. But I mean, we haven't mentioned them since we started talking about like in the body of the show. No. Okay. Um, well, one of them that I think we might want to do, we didn't mention at the top of the show. So, uh, but one of them we're going to talk about right now, I think. Pats plus three at home against Miami. Big ball bet of the week. Mm, okay. It's got to be. No no one wants to take this Patriots team. This this is such a scary spot because you're really stepping into it where two in this offense right me, really might be the real deal. And we're, we're back in a Patriots team again that we think their defense is much improved. And we saw him last week. Mac Jones looked a lot better. We're going to learn real quick how important those offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators were to the Eagles because that could have just been matchups that, you know, they, they exploited this Eagles inexperienced coaching staff. Um, and we're not going to get that here with Miami. Like a lot of these Miami guys, 
you know, Fangs is a great defensive coordinator, and we've seen McDaniel's offense. It's been incredible for Tua. So, to me, this takes some balls. Yeah, we're going against, you know, the most hyped-up, pumped-up team this week, Miami. Tua second in MVP right now, I'm betting, on most sports books. I think it's plus 750. He might be tied yeah. with, like, Mahomes. So, a little scary betting this team, but we're just – how do we not take a divisional home dog in a primetime game in week two in such a good spot where it's like, you know, two and a half, I like the Patriots. Now it's three. So – it feels like this is going to take some balls, Chad. Not many people are going to be joining us on this party. Pro's Joe's game, 66% of the bets on the Dolphins, about 60% of the money on the Patriots. Reminder, when I say bets, and I check all this at the Action Network, in the Action Network app and actionnetwork.com, it's available for free. Um, the the When I say bets, that's basically the public, the Joe's. When I say money, that is the um, that is the professionals, and I'm I'm stalling here. I'm hesitating because, no joke. The numbers changed as I was talking. More money just came in on the Patriots. I don't know if that's because we're talking about it, but no joke. It went from like sixty percent to sixty three percent. It flashed up like a little like a little ticker at, at like a Bloomberg terminal. It just flash and so it threw me off there for a second so i apologize but um and i'll say one of the most public books out there they're showing 80 percent of the bets and 82 percent of the money is on uh this miami team so it, it makes sense the public will love them because we, we talked about it. if you believe in miami this is a game they should cover and win if two is that guy and if not they won't yep uh all right so the paths to me are a must the game i was going to mention is our big balls which we won't put in the contest, the New York Jets. That doesn't take any. Doesn't take big balls though. I think it does. Think it does? People listening, to, like it doesn't take it for us. Of course, we're going to bet the Jets. Yeah, uh, I would say that's that's like uh, everyone's going to be betting the Jets though. I'd say more people will be betting the Jets, and more people will be teasing the Cowboys. I feel like most people won't be taking that number. Um. Yeah, because even even as bad as Zach Wilson looked, it's still that's still a top three, top four defense going against McCarthy. So um I, I get where you're coming from, but yeah, I just I just I don't know. I maybe feel we like could I'm end up we, we could end up with, and that's fair. We could end up with this in the contest. It's just we sit here right now. I was just hoping this would get to 10. So um yeah, that's that's fair. Dude, it may. Like I'm looking at the numbers right now and 55% of the bets are on the Cowboys, but 70% of the money. And when there's that kind of discrepancy, what that tells me is that the public is loading up on the Cowboys um, in a different kind of way. Normally when it's the bets on one side, the money on the other side, you know, it's a pro Joe split. I think this could get to 10. And I think you're looking at it inside out. You're looking at it from a better's point of view. I'm looking at it from more of a, public perception point of view where the Jets just lost Aaron Rodgers. They they won on prime time, but the Cowboys beat the Giants by 40 points and dominated them in prime time. So yeah. from a narrative perspective, the Jets are done and the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> anyone listening to this who doesn't know betting as well would be like, oh my God, that's big balls. You're betting on the Jets. That's what I'm thinking about. I, and I would also advise people to stay away from this one if you're thinking Dallas money line or taking them a survivor. This just this reeks of a Dak meltdown game and they lose this game outright. Fucking reeks. 
stinks. Here's the other game. So immediately after the favorites film session, I bet the Browns minus two on the road. And I it's been my bet regret to, to coin a phrase from Stucky and Colin Wilson on their podcast. Let me just read a stat here. Teams to open as the underdog and closes the favorite 44-82 against a spread since 2018. By the way, breaking news. Line change. Remember the old days when we had the, the line change where a line moved while we were talking? Atlanta, while we were talking, flipped from one and a half to minus one during the show. So here's what I think. Between the Patriots getting more money while we're talking and Atlanta moving while we're talking, we are market makers right now, Simon. Yeah, we move numbers, Chad. We move numbers. Uh, and Cleveland opened as a one-point underdog. So Yeah, not not good. So that, that no. that's one we'll take out. I, I've already bet it like Chad, so I'm going to ride it. I'm not going to bet on my position, but we're going against trends. We're going. We're doing something we hate to do, which is taking favorites on the road in primetime games after a big win. So um, I'm going to trust in our future position and my model that Cleveland's better than people are giving them credit for. I'm tying my boat to Watson and riding it out, but I I won't make Chad put this in the contest. We'll leave this one out. No, we screwed that one up. We screwed the pooch. We made an we made a a wrong decision. I don't know. We got I got a good number. I got them at um, minus one. Now it's minus two and a half. So. Oh, that's pretty good. I got him at two. And I didn't bet him that much longer after you did. So you probably moved it. Fucker. Uh, can I make a suggestion? I would say let's make Jets big balls and let's make pa- Patriots foxhole. All right. We didn't talk about the game I, I want to pitch, though. All right. Oh, go ahead. Houston. Oh, my God. Talk- that's right. Houston. We didn't talk Houston. Okay. Talk to so me. To me, that, that was going to be a foxhole bet just because it's, it would just be us and the pros. Like okay, Anthony Richardson's love, listen, the fun. I loved it on Tuesday. We talked about it on Tuesday. Yeah, it does suck. It, it's moved from one and a half, but it was one. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping in contests we still get one and a half, but we'll see when it closes. But I just I love this spot for Houston. Like that that Colts team played incredibly well against the Jaguars, and Anthony Richardson is just getting loved by everyone in the gambling community and the fantasy community. So, um. I look at this matchup and I think I'm getting a home dog in a divisional game with two rookie quarterbacks and two rookie head coaches. We're always going to go towards the home team. And the fact that you're getting at a plus number, I told people on Tuesday show, this was a great Wong teaser. That's what's so annoying. They moving it off the one and a half. So they moved it down to plus one. I think I'll keep dropping. Like it just feels like the pros are going to keep hitting this number. So um, wouldn't be shocked to see Houston close as a favorite come Sunday, but uh, yeah, this this for the Jets, Chad. That feels fine. If you want to make this for the Jets, our foxhole, because I like them both. Like I, I really, I really do like them both. I think you're getting good value on both numbers. Well, I would say, all right. So you want to keep Patriots as big balls? Yeah, because of all the games, that scares me the most. All right, isn't it funny? I'm so not afraid of that game. I feel like this is such a good spot for the Tua, Patriots. Tua looked really good on tape. He man. looked really like, good it, against. It, a poorly coached team. That, <laughs> it's like, true. It's like, true. But a lot of stuff he's not a poorly coached team. A lot of stuff he's doing is like th- this guy has crazy confidence. Like he was moving up, stepping in the pocket, throwing downfield off one foot, hitting guys in stride, which is like that's Aaron Rodgers stuff. Like we, there's just not that many quarterbacks could do that. That's the fear right now is that he's he's hit that level for me. So that's why it's like 
I feel like you're so nonchalant about where me, I'm putting so much money on the Patriots. It's literally every time I'm putting another grand on it, it's like someone stabs me in the stomach. It just hurts where it's like, oh, God, I got to do this, but it's just painful every time. So that's why it just feels like big balls where the public is going to, especially if they're chasing, if the public gets slaughtered on Sunday, this could get to three and a half because they are going to come in so heavy on this Miami team. So I, I really do hope we get three and a half in contest, but I feel like they're tough on these lines. So I feel like they're going to give us yeah. two and a half, but I'm hoping we get three and a half. Uh, all right. Well, listen, in, in honor of sort of the tremendous amount of bank you put on this game, we'll make the Patriots plus three our big balls bet of the week. <laughs> Even though I couldn't be more confident and I don't mean to mush you, but this just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't feel that scary to me. I would say Foxhole, let's go Houston. Let's climb down into the foxhole. Anyone okay. who just looked at final scores thought Houston was terrible where, you know, we talked about this on Tuesday. I loved their defense. Uh, I was really impressed. I, I feel like Indy had the right spot against the Jags who gave them short fields a bunch of times by going for it on short fourth downs, you know, practically in Colts territory. So love Houston here. Um the last game uh, I do want to say for the Browns, you know, we've talked about the contest and the contest uh, is is the tiebreaker is really important. OK, and if you want to cash last week, we had a 10 way tie because folks nailed the tiebreaker. So this week we commissioned predictive analyst Billy Ward, one of the creators of the luck rankings, to write an article on the tiebreaker topic every week starting this week. This week, the tiebreaker is longest Pittsburgh reception. The link for that story is in the episode description. It's a very helpful tool if you want to do more than just guess. But don't forget the tiebreaker. When you fill out your entries for the favorites contest, favorites.actionnetwork.com. All right, Simon. So here's what I would say. We're going to get to the money line underdog round robin. We're going to get to Survivor. Um, right now, the games that we'll be looking at Bills, Tennessee, Seattle, Falcons, Bears, Pats, Jets, Texans. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, eight. That's about right. Normally, when we go into the Sunday, we've got eight games, and there's two or three that are the last out and two or three of the last in. So I feel good about this sort of tightening up. No, this feels good. The worst weeks are the ones where you only love like three or four games and we got to force up one or two. Um, so, yeah, I'm, in, I'm enjoying these days where it feels easy, Chad. So uh, usually a little bit of a red flag, but there's just some of the games that we just we, we don't have a choice. Like we just have to play. We're getting a great number played by the book and make these teams prove us, prove it to us why they should be these big of favorites on the road. So, yeah, home, another week. We just love a lot of home dogs. Moneyline underdog round robin. Tennessee. No brainer. It sucks Atlanta flip because that would have been a nice one. Yeah, I was just going to um, say. Got to go Seahawks. That's a yeah. great number. That's such yeah. a big number. Um, Houston's kind of cheating because it's only plus one. But I was going to say Houston, but it felt a little bit weak. Yeah, let's go big on this one then. Let's go Jets too. So we got Jets. Oh, Why would you do that? 
We got That's Jets, terrible. Seahawks, Tennessee, Tennessee, Patriots. I like that a lot. And there's a couple I could put here in the five spot that are like small, small dogs. Um, I'm trying to find. I got like eight thousand tabs open here. So hold on. I mean, it could be fun going Jaguars to pull up the biggest upside. I just, I just can't see my homes losing back to back. No, we're not. I don't want to jinx that in any way. You, you want to go? Oh, I can't do it. I can't. I can't believe the Panthers might win. It's not a terrible spot. No. You know what? Let's go Commanders. Hold on. Let me give one last review here. Because we can't go Rams, even though I really want to believe in it. Dude, why wouldn't we do the Ravens? Yeah. Yeah. Ravens. Ravens. Because I, I have minus three, so now I'm the cheer for the Ravens money line too, God damn it! But I guess that is the that is for the fans of the show. Yeah. That's, Let's that's do probably what's right for the play. fans. Let's do it for the people. All right, Survivor, we both like the Giants. If we had to choose a second one, I know it sounds crazy. I would do the Broncos. Would you? I'd go Bills. Just that that stat that right. gave us Josh Allen sixteen and one as a seven point favorite or more. So that that's a nice stat just to take them. Um, if you just want to get rid of a guy that's in you know really tough division, uh, take the Bills. All right. Did I miss anything? We got the money line run Robin. We got the survivor. We narrowed it down to eight teams. We did sharp calls. I'm looking at my notes. I don't think I missed anything. Nope. We'll see you beautiful people Sunday night. We will. Please remember, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like. Subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. Also, as a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. They believe that every sport should be epic, every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, see for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1 Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older. Must be present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. Final recap. The Foxhole Bet, Houston minus one now. Big balls, New England plus three. Exact decision, Atlanta plus one and a half. The Simon Says was Buffalo minus eight and a half. The round robin, Tennessee, Seattle, the Jets, Washington, Baltimore. Before we sign off, reminder that Simon and I will be back with our week two recap episode live on app, on AMP and the Action Network YouTube page this Sunday and every Sunday at 7.30 Eastern. This has been the Favorites Podcast, part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman for Simon Hunter. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until Sunday night, 
Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.